everybody. Welcome to Ongaku to You, your weekly Japanese music industry podcast where we talk about this week in the Japanese music industry. I'm your host for today, Gray, and with me I've got... Hello everyone, it's Luna. Luna desu, yoroshiku What is happening, Luna? How's your week going? Eh, I don't want to talk about my week. Let's just put it that way. I'm just glad we're doing the podcast today. Yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, it's the highlight of your week and you just kind of look forward to it. I know how you feel. It's the highlight of my week, most weeks too. But yes, we are in week two of what we deemed last week as the endless Kenless. And Ken, I, I know you're working hard, buddy. I, I hope everything's going good today. Hopefully you're not getting mobbed by people. It's the endless Kenless part two. So it's Dos Come Padres. Yeah, part two of three? Four. A four. Four. So yeah, we got two more to go. So hopefully everything goes good. And yeah, I'm really excited. We're going to start off this week like we always do and talk about what we've been listening to this week. So Luna, take it away. A lot of randomness because I've I've been going back and forth and what I want to listen to. So first off, Crystal K. I really wanted some Crystal K. And it all started because I was listening to M-Flow's Astromatic and their Beat Space Nine album but mainly Astromatic, Rewind, Got Me Back, Don't Want More Crystal K, so that I started listening to her For Real album. Then I switched it to Vivid and brought me back some memories because I love me some Crystal K. So I was jamming out to her this week. Also pulled up some Jongri again, some Chanmina, and I dived into an artist I haven't listened to in a little while, some Jasmine, and I was listening to her in the car today because the song Weekend High got me, got me in the mood for the weekend and was listening to Cream Banana again. I can't get enough of that banana. And also was listening to Yayui Daimon, who I recently got into because she has some really catchy tunes. Bless you. Catchy <laughs> tunes. <laughs> but no, I, no, I was like, like it sounds like Yayui Daimon sounds oh, like a ya- sneeze. Uh, Yayui Daimon. <laughs> uh, sounds like I, a sneeze. She's really interesting. She's hip hop and has some very racy videos, but I, I really like her style of music. She has some good songs. And my friend told me she she had a new song and I had to check it out. So I'm like, ooh, this is good. Very excited about that. But that's really it for me this week. And of course, Kodakumi. I have to get my Kodakumi dose. So what about you, Gray? What have you been uh, listening to? I have been listening to the what, what ultimately has turned into a, a mildly disappointing week because I was really, I just realized I'd never said how my week was going. <laughs> disappointing was will be the very brief and short answer of that because, uh, yeah, I it, it was, this has never happened. I've ordered stuff off of CG Japan in the past, but usually it takes about a week or so for everything to come in. So I'm used to new releases coming over a week after they come out. And there was two singles that I had that came out both on the 31st and they both came in last Friday. So that really made my weekend. And then it kind of got tanked Tuesday when I saw where both of them landed for the Oricon. One didn't even chart at all. And the other one, it, it saddens my soul. But yes, the first one that came in that, well, the first one that I opened at least, because they both came in, they were in the same mail package. But the first one that I opened was Rude Alpha's Life, which is the current ending theme for... Dr. Stone, which is a shonen anime. Very interesting anime. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I've watched the first three episodes. It's, it's very interesting. It's about the everybody in the world got turned into stone and over 3,000 years has 
gone by and now they've started waking up and coming out of the stone. And so they're trying to rebuild civilization. That's the crux of the plot, so to speak. But yeah, Rudolph does the ending theme for it, Life, as a really good song. The whole single's really done well done. Like I liked every song on it. It's just three songs. And then they have Life as the instrumental for the fourth, which I think is very typical. But yeah, that was a that's a really, really good single. If you like Root Alpha, which I think it's become apparent, I'm I've grown into a huge fan of his definitely check it out it's really really good definitely like life and then the second thing that came in the mail was a little single called brave up by lol and yes this this thing has been mostly in my stereo up until yesterday when i popped in lml and started listening to that again but yeah i love oh man i love brave up and i was really really looking forward to talking about this thing because i really wanted it to chart i, I mean I, I think that's how you know if you're fan of a group you always want them to do well and i was i really had my heart set on them charting this weekend in the combined digital total they hit 22 and just the physicals they hit 12 and they like the as far as digital goes it's just a 300 difference so the majority of their sales are physical so they, it sounds to me like they need to get, you know get more in the digital market but yeah that saddened me a lot but brave up is an amazing song that the whole single's really good brave up like that and I still don't remember the third song. I couldn't remember it last week. And I don't remember it this week. But yeah, those three songs are really, really good. Great, fantastic songs. Definitely recommend them. I have not popped in the DVD for Brave Up, so I haven't. I like. I've watched the the short version of the music video. It doesn't say short on the YouTube. So like, if you look it up on YouTube, it's the short version, but it, but it doesn't say that. They try to pass it off as the full version, but there's a whole verse of the song missing. So it's how it goes. But other than that, I haven't been listening to anything too crazy. It's mostly been LOL and Root Alpha. Uh, yeah, that, that that's pretty much it. Nothing too insane. But yeah, with that out of the way, we will be moving on to our weekly articles in Luna. I think you got the first article for the week. So go ahead and take us away. All right. So we're going to be talking about a singer that I really enjoy. Hashimoto Miyuki is celebrating her 15 years in the music industry with a best album, well, somewhat best album, entitled Unison 15. If you don't know who she is, she is a Japanese pop singer who does a lot of anime and game songs. So you can check out a little bit more information on the songs she's done for certain anime on our website. It comes in a two disc edition with a hefty track listing. You can also check out a music video for the song uh, Unison, which is the new track on the album and is the rest of the album is compiled of uh, songs from the late later half of her career. It also on our website has two videos that you can snippet each of those songs on that album. You can get your copy now on CD Japan so check it out. All right moving on up to our next article we get to talk about a group that's near and dear to my heart the fantastics although i will be honest i'm not as crazy about this single as i have been their other stuff still it's a good song just not as good as their other stuff but but the fantastics have announced their next uh, uh it's not an announcement they've already dropped the music video but they 
have revealed their next single and it's going to be called Dear Destiny. They, yeah, they dropped the uh, music video last week. It's going to come out near the end of the month on August 21st. So in a couple of weeks, I'm really excited for this. I can't wait for it. It's going to be good. If you want to check it out, you can. The music video is in the article along with links to the pre-order. So check it out. I am really, really looking forward to it. Moving on to the next group, 9mm Parabellum Bullet, which is a, that is a mouthful of a band name, but they are a rock band and they have revealed that they will be releasing a brand new album titled Deep Blue. It will be coming out on September 9th, so not too far along, and it's going to be coming in three editions, a standard, limited, and vinyl. And if you want to check out some of their music, if you've never heard of them, we do have a music video for them on the site so you can get a sampling of what they have to offer. And you could pre-order your copy of Deep Blue while you're on the site. Moving on to the next article, official Hige Dondism have revealed they will be dropping their new album. We talked about this last month. Now more details have come out. So yeah, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be called Traveler. It's going to come out on October 9th. It's being released in three editions. They are a really cool band. We'll get to talk about them again here in a little bit because surprise, surprise, they're they're back. Like like this, this song Pretender is just like, it, I'm, I'm saying this in the best way it can be interpreted, but it's a zombie that just will not die. It keeps coming back. So yes. Good job. Great, great stuff. But yeah, it will be released in three editions. All of the links are on the article. So go go to the website, check it out. It's going to be great. Moving on to the next article, Kiyoshi Hikawa. Kiyoshi Hikawa has revealed he will be dropping a brand new single. If you're not familiar with him, he is an Inca singer and that's typically not, we don't really typically cover Inca, but he's a little special because he did the opening or one of the openings for Dragon Ball Super. So he's, he's kind of got some mainstream appeal going for him. So he's got a new single coming out titled Daijobu slash Mogami no Sendo and and uh yeah I've noticed a couple of his releases have the word Daijobu on the front of them so I couldn't figure out if this is like a release motif thing that he has going on or whatnot but the song Daijobu will be on this release so if you're interested in that by all means check it out uh it is coming in three editions a type D E and F because he had a release earlier in the year with, with Daijobu although Daijobu was not on that release so I don't know why he called called it Daijobu anyway Anyways, like I said, it was kind of weird and confusing when I was looking it up. But check it out. It is coming in three editions. Should be pretty cool. So check it out. All right. So our next article, Superfly has announced that she will once again be releasing a brand new album, which will be dropping later this year, titled Zero. You can check out some more information on the site as we have little excerpts of some comments from her. And the team announced some more information regarding that as it also teased an upcoming tour for her as well, which will start on August 21st. Check out the rest of the article on the site so you can read a little bit more about what she has to say. And our next bit of news is mega superstar and Japanese pop queen Hamasaki Ayumi is powering up for her 21st anniversary. She is at, she has a new Blu-ray entitled Ayumi Hamasaki 21st Anniversary Power of a, I guess you could say Cubed, which will be unleashed on September 4th. You can check out more information on the Blues Blu-ray's release, along with a set list for the concert, a cover for the album, and pre-order links as well. Grab your copy today because she has some of the most amazing, amazing concerts, and it is worth the money. Yeah, this looks like a really 
good set list. It's amazing, and I, I, I'm going to be pre-ordering my copy. I like to wait till they go down in price, but I don't think I will because it's worth every cent. Looking at this set list has some of my favorite songs on it, and she knows how to put on a tour. I, I will say, I don't know why she went with Power of A Cubed, because it take, it, in the way it's like takes you back to like high school algebra. <laughs> Well, she does also have a couple other tours with power in it, like Power of Music. So I feel like she was trying to do a little something different. You know, change up the title, but still use powers. She's such a powerful woman when she does her tours, so. That makes sense. That's understandable. All right, moving on to the next article. Pop rock band Do As Infinity have revealed they will be dropping a brand new studio album on September 25th. This is going to be their 13th album. There's no official title for it, but you can go ahead and pre-order it. It's going to be interesting. I'd like Do As Infinity. I'm not as caught up on their more recent stuff, but their older stuff I love. So I'm actually interested in checking this out. And yeah, we if also if you're not familiar with Do As Infinity, meaning you've never watched Yu Hakusho, not Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha, then we do have a music video in the article for you to check out to get a sampling of their music, which was the ending for Juni Tyson. And that was an interesting show too. Just I really like the song, but if you want to watch the anime, don't watch the, do not watch the ending theme because it reveals the, uh, it's a battle royale and it reveals the kill order. <laughs> so you know who wins if you watch the ending. So just be aware when the, sh- um, which is unfortunate because this is a great song, but you know how you can avoid that? You can go watch the music video that we have posted on the site and the pre-orders are here too. I don't know if I said that or not yet, but we're going to get it in there anyway. And moving on to our last piece of news for the week. And we're going to, this is kind of a new release thing, but not at the same time, because this isn't a physical release. These are all digital releases. And I was trying to find where they were posting these, and I, I didn't have any luck there. But I'm certain if you type in Key Talk, you can find them. Probably on their official website would be the best place to find these. So they have revealed that they're actually dropping a brand new single for every week of August. And today, on the day of recording, August 9th, this will be the very first song that they drop. So yeah, each week they are doing a different song. This week is Manatsu no Shoto, which is a party tune that is kind of like in the, you know how like when you're in high school and you just impulsively love random girls, I wouldn't know, but that was, that was never me, but still that was the inspiration for the song. And then next week's is going to be Sinritsu no Mikyu, which is actually going to be the fourth season opening for Keishicho Zero Gaku. Karai, it's uh, it is a uh, police drama, and then Blue Hawaii is is going to be the third one, and it was really weird because the third one and the last one are both are both kind of English words, and they had Blue Hawaii wrote in English, but they didn't have the the last one that we'll be talking about in uh, in English. It, it was in uh, katakana, so I had to translate it. It, it was really weird. Like, I just I don't I don't know why they did it the way they did. But anyway, so yeah, Blue Hawaii is going to be used for the main theme for Hot Pepper Beauty which is a web series. I have never heard of it, but it's a web series. You can check that out. And the last one is going to be called Catch the Wave, which is going to be the opening event for the 2020 Summer Olympic Games. So they wanted to catch the, the feeling and, and the, the theme of surfing in the summer. So that is going to be Key Talk. If you're a huge fan of them, if you can you can check out these brand new four songs that they are unleashing starting today. So, well, it'll be three days old by the time you're listening to it. But still, you can go ahead and check out the first song. And that is 
it for the news. We are going to now move on to this week's Music Corner. I had the lovely, lovely pleasure of picking this the group for this week. And I will say they had kind of a really interesting origin story. So I might I might read that to you guys just because I, I thought this was interesting and I want to share it with you guys. So yeah, we covered this week. I, I chose the, I call them the, ter- to me, they're alternative rock. To some people, they might, they might just be a rock. But to me, uh, they are an alternative rock band. Blue End Count. They are a really, really great band. I really like their music. They are led by uh, Tanabe Shunichi, who is the lead vocal and guitarist. Then you have Eguchi Yuya, who is the lead guitarist. Then uh, Sujimura Yuta is the bassist. And then bringing up the rear, you have uh, Takamura Toshihide, who is the drummer. So it's a four-member band. And they've actually been around, like, they didn't break out onto the music scene until relatively recently, as far as, like, if you look at the length of their career. But they they formed all the way back in 2003 because all of them went to college together and yeah the it, it's it's really a funny story so at college Tanabe, Iguchi, and Takamura all met and they hit it off and they started the, they formed a rock band and they were missing their bassist well one day uh to uh, uh Sujimura he decided that he was wanting to join the tennis club but the tennis club was on had gone on vacation and they weren't using their room and so the guys they were using the tennis club where they met as a practice as a band practice studio and when he walked in there he liked their music and decided to join the band and that is how blue end count came into being now their name comes from two different things there they had this belief and i don't know if this is any true or not i i don't feel like it is but who am i to judge but they wanted a color in the name of the band because they felt like they did better on the charts and they were all huge fans of the Hong Kong film Blue Encounter. So that's where they got the the name for the band. They just drop off the ER at the end and you have Blue Encounter. So yeah, uh, ever, it wasn't until relatively recently in their career that they they did finally sign up on a major label. They, they were in the indie scene for years, but in 2015, they had their very first major release from the studio. Their first album was called Nearly Equal. And it's really weird because they have like the, the equal sign, but then like, like two, two dots that are not equally on it's weird like the symbol for it's weird but that was their very first major release and since then they've only actually had like two major studio albums and their last or three total sorry i should i should have worded that better they've had three studio albums total their first one was nearly equal their last one was vector and yeah they're like we like we mentioned last week their latest single is titled bad paradox that's going to be their 10th single since going major and yeah you can check out you can check out the the article itself in there we have the the first song that i ever heard by the band called survivor which is the ending theme for mobile suit gundam iron-blooded orphans it's the first ending if i remember correctly it could be the second i'm sorry if i'm wrong on that one but it is one of the endings of the first season and yeah it's really good it's um i think this is a really good song that just it's a really good example of like the high energy that they that they produce and i love the vocals i love the guitar i think these guys have really good range and yeah, I, 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 like I said, I really, really like them. I find a lot of their music to be really interesting and engrossing. And I, for me, like, like I said, I call them an alternative rock band because to me, they have like a, I'm, I don't, I'm not saying they sound like Fallout Boy, but they have that feel of Fallout Boy. And I know like Fallout Boy was kind of an alternative rock band. So now I'm not hyper familiar with Fallout Boy's discography. So if, if you disagree, don't murder me in the comments. Believe you me, I'm sorry. But to me, they like they have that feel. So, and, and that's one of the things that 
really attracted me to them. And I really do like the the leads vocals. He's a, he's got a very he, he's really good at projecting his voice against the uh, the song, and there's an intensity in his voice that I just find mesmerizing and awesome. But yeah, that's my thoughts on the band. What did you think about Blue and Count Luna? So I really enjoyed them. I didn't expect by their photo that they were going to be as alternative as they were. So they kind of reminded me a little bit of Papa Roach. You know? I guess that works, yeah. I'm not a Fallout Boy fan, but I did like Blue End Count. I thought their vocals were amazing. The lead has extremely powerful vocals. You can tell that immediately. Plus, the guitar work is very, very good and unique. Uh, I also really enjoyed Survivor. I it That song has a lot of power behind it. I haven't seen the anime that it belongs to yet, but I know about it and I do own it. Yeah, you, you so, gotta correct that. <laughs> I know, I do. I, I, You should see my backlog of stuff. It, it, it's, uh, it's, I know this isn't a Gundam show, but I will show that that, that, that series, or that that mobile suit Gundam is very divisive. Like, people either love it or hate it. There's no middle ground. And but I continue see how the song relates to it, especially be called Survivor. And yeah. the feel from what I've, you know, I've seen snippets of it, but I haven't actually watched it. That feel definitely makes you see that in the song. I think Blue Encounter portrays that very well so I got to I started listening to their Vector album which all their music's on Spotify and that's where I was checking them out and Vector is a really solid album I yeah. my favorite song was the first one Tomose yeah that's a good song it caught me like right from the hook it caught me which was unusual for me to like the first song on an album usually I end <laughs> up liking the other songs better than the first one but I think Tomose was probably my favorite song in the album although Goodbye was another really powerful song by them. It also had some high energy with it, which is why I like Tomose and Survivor. They're powerful, yet higher energy. Although I will say some of their slower songs are also very well done. Yeah, yeah. They they yeah, they yeah, do have really good range. They can do slow. And yeah, obviously in the slow song, you're not going to have a whole lot of energy. They say slower, but, but not, you know, more yeah. like alternative slow, not like yeah, slow. To, to, to clarify. And I do it's, it's enjoy... It's not a grinding halt pace, yeah. And I enjoy a lot of... Uh, American Alternative, that's one fact probably a lot of people about me don't know, is... I like metal and I like some of the alternative rock and Breaking Benjamin. They remind me like a mixture of Breaking Benjamin, Papa Roach, and Bullet for My Valentine, which are some groups I listen to quite frequently. And I could hear the guitar work like in Bullet, but the vocals were more like Papa Roach, Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, I could, I could kind of see that. I, I'm more familiar with Breaking Benjamin than I am Papa Roach. He does have that one song I can, I can kind of quote, but I'm not, I wasn't the biggest listener of Papa Roach, but he was, he was at the height of his career when we were in high school <laughs> yes i've seen them a couple times i've also seen you know i've seen a lot of those groups so this fell into that category for me like this yeah. would be a point fest van band so and that's the type of music i did go for was point fest or warp tour that type of thing and they would fit perfectly with it by the style of music they had their songs were very very um they really caught you do you think they could have you know been in the warp tour at the height of its popularity i think they could have been i yeah. went to a warp tour and I got to meet a singer who became really big in Japan named Becca and she actually did a song for an anime. I think it was Black Butler. Maybe. I think it was Black Butler. I do vaguely remember a Becca song being at the front of that show. So, and I met her. She was super sweet. And she was there so I could see someone like Blue End Count people catching them because of the guitar work, the music, the style. It does fit yeah. with it pretty well. So, I really enjoyed this band and I want to hear more from them. And I'm really glad you introduced me 
because I don't get to hear as many, I don't listen to as many rock bands in Japan besides like Asian Kung Fu Generation. And, yeah. You know, and some of the visual case. So this was a breath of fresh air for me to hear something new in the style of music I like, you know, in America. So and usually in Japan, I go for more hip hop, R&B. And so I really like that I, that you introduced something like this. Yeah. Well, in, and you know, I've, I've talked about this several times. Like I, uh, I grew up on 80s, like 80s rock, 80s, 70s rock, like, like my household that I grew up in, you know, it's mostly classic rock that we listen to. So, you know, and when I was in high school and stuff like that, like listen to a little bit of current stuff, like Blink-182, Green Day, a little bit of Fall Out Boy. And because I remember when Fuse first came out and was a thing and I, I, I did like Fuse there for a while. And then, you know, I, I slowly fell out of it. And so I kind of lost touch with all of this. So when I find bands like Blue End Count and stuff like that, it kind of just takes me back to my high school days. And, and that's I think that's what it gives me. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And and it, it is weird because, you know, when I listen to, to Japanese music, I'm a lot like you. Like I listen to, I, I call it the corporate pop. <laughs> that's what I call it. Like, you know, when you're talking about like, like SKE 48, you know, LOL and, you know, little glee monster and stuff like that. Like, this is mostly what I listen to is this corporatized pop that's just designed to, to be, you know, as entertaining as possible. And, and, you know, you know, I've really moved away from rock and d- different rock groups and, you know, blue end counts is one of those groups where, you know, for like, I've known about survivor for over two years now. And they were a group that I have been meaning and meaning to sit down, listen to, get into. And I've had opportunities and never took took them up. And one of the reasons I wanted to do Blue End Count for Music Corner is because I wanted to listen to more of their music because I wanted to, to, to take that deep dive. And that's one of the great things I really like about the Music Corner is it gives me that excuse to go listen to things I typically don't listen to because I, I, I think everybody gets to a point where they develop comfort food for music and once you find like your comfort food, you rarely listen to something that's not outside your comfort food. So Blue Encount, while I love it, it's things that I typically like. It's not in my comfort food zone and it, it lets me branch out and listen to something different. So yeah, I'm glad you liked them. I, I was a little nervous, but I'm really glad that that, that you, you liked them. And hopefully Ken got a chance to check them out and listen to them. I think he said he's heard a couple of their songs and stuff. So yeah, but yeah, that that'll do it for this week's music corner. And yeah, this is a this will actually be a very short week for the Oricon. Just as a heads up, there's not a ton to talk about. <laughs> Most of the songs on here we have talked about in one way, shape, form, or fashion. There's only four new songs that we will be talking about today. So yeah. I think it's just best to go ahead and dive right in. So we're going to do that with number 10 is Happy Happy by Twice. I think we've talked about it. I, I, I will say this is the better Twice song on the list. I was I actually listened to that earlier today. And I, I do. I just I love this song. It's so catchy. It's so much fun. It's just a delight to listen to. Yeah, and I agree. I know we, you can listen to our last our last two podcasts as it made it. And very glad to see that it still hung around. Yeah, it's hanging on like the champ it is. But yeah. It collected a total of 17,899 points, almost 17,900, just one point shy. Moving on up to Pretender by official Hige Dondism. The song, like I said earlier, it's just, it's the zombie. It will not die. It keeps coming and coming. And I'm so glad it's, it it just does not go away because I love it. I love it to death. It could could stay on here. 
<laughs> I, I'm really glad it keeps popping up on here just because it gives us another chance to re-listen to it and talking about it. If you have not heard it, recommend you checking it out. You're and, missing out. I, I, I would say that, you're missing out. If you haven't heard the song yet, you're missing out. Sorry. I didn't mean to I, cut you off there. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> and I don't know if we said how many copies Happy Happy sold. It sold. Yes. Yeah, I did. It was okay. uh, seventeen eight ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. Remember Sorry I made the joke that. that it was one point shy of $17,900. Uh, $17, so close. Yet yeah, so it was just one point shy. But yeah, um, Pretender sold, I like to say accumulated points just because it's, it's a little different system, but it has accumulated a total of 19,328 points. It was a busy week, surprisingly enough. Like the numbers are really high for this week. Moving on up to dun, 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 Idol Master. Oh, the Idol Master Million Theater Wave One Flyers. You know, I just had the thought, Luna, were you on the week that we covered this? Yeah, we covered this last week. Uh, no, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Or was it the week before, but we covered this one? I, I know we <laughs> covered it, but it wasn't last week. It was two weeks ago. I just. I know it popped back I couldn't up. Rem- I, I couldn't remember which week it came on. Is It was either last or the week beforehand, but I know we covered it in the last two yeah. weeks. The. I, I, and as we originally stated, it is surprisingly really good for a Idol Master song. I, I, I think that, that, that can go without saying. It is really good. Oh, yeah. It's not yeah. bad for a Idol Master, and I'm not, I'm hit or miss on them, and it's not too bad. But yeah, this one accumulated a total of 20,024 points. Moving on to number seven, a personal favorite of mine. Sing Out by Nogizaka46. I'm so glad it's here. Love the song. I bet you are. It's, it's okay. Uh, I'm surprised <laughs> it's still on here. But I'm not yeah. I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. I think, you know, some things later we'll talk about have something to do with it. That may be why it popped up. Possibly. Possibly. But yeah. Sing Out sold or accumulated a total of 20,318 points. So very narrow margin between seven and eight. And number six, honestly, is just 200 and a little over 250 points more. So very tight spots six, seven, and eight. Could have gone any way. But this will be the very first brand new song we talk about this week. And that is Versus or VS by porno graffiti gotta say this was a very this was not what i was expecting from porno graffiti at all now i'll be the first one to admit i i'm not the most prolific in their discography like i mostly know them from the day and i'm not i like the song don't get me wrong but if it wasn't attached to the show it's attached to, I probably wouldn't even give it the time of day. But this is on the front of a baseball anime. And I think Ken is a fan of this. I think he watches all the baseball shows. He's a huge baseball fan. And I'm certain he could probably tell you to the quality of the anime better. But I will tell you that this song is absolutely stunning. It's very, very well done. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful ballad. Just this beautiful guitar work with delicate nice vocals that just complement the guitar work this was a song i just was not expecting from porno graffiti and i think they absolutely killed it this week like this song is fantastic and i absolutely love it so i actually really enjoyed it however it reminds me of marissa from fullmet alchemist it really gave me that same vibe and brought me back to that nostalgia and when i heard it first thing i thought i want to rewatch fullmet alchemist now because the song reminded me of it 
And I love the song. I really do like their vocals, the guitar work. I mean, this band is fantastic. Um, I haven't heard too much by them, but it really brought me back some nostalgia, you know, reminding me why I still like them and and I, I need to hear more from them. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you haven't watched uh, Brotherhood yet, right? Um, No, I have not. This is from the original anime. And I know. I will, I, so I already know what happens in Brotherhood because I've read all the manga, so I'm I'm still getting to it. I have probably oh, a so huge good. backlog of anime, and oh, I have so to be picky and choosy what I decide to watch, and also I gotta be in the mood to watch certain things. I will say this really made me want to watch the original, but I, I hate how the original ends, but I do love all the music for the original so much yeah the the original has a great soundtrack but i I will i will say brotherhood has a i felt like it has a really good soundtrack you know i don't think it's as memorable as the first one but it's still really solid and full metal alchemist especially brotherhood's probably my like probably my favorite anime of all time like it's really up there it's in the top four like it's like absolutely fantastic perfect ending perfect ending i I like to forget the first one didn't even happen well the first one i think the first half of it is amazing very well done it's the second half where it falls apart oh it falls apart horrifically so that's where I have my picks and chooses on that because I really love how the first half is. And of course, Melissa is one of the songs in the first half. So hearing this just brought me back to my nostalgia days and just made me think of that made me remember how I first heard of them. And I'm like, wow, that's an interesting name because I never would have thought they'd sound like that. And they have an Fun. amazing sound to them. So not no hit on that. Just just it's the name sometimes that get throws you off a little bit. Fun fact, I am currently wearing a full metal alchemist (laughs) t-shirt nice completely unplanned (laughs) but yep that was versus by porno graffiti which accumulated a grand total of 20,586 points now moving on up to number five it is indeed the frustration station i'm adding the station part but you get the point by ske48 this song yeah, I, th- I think we talked about enough of it last week. We had a 10-minute quasi-discussion, quasi-rant, quasi-we-don't-understand-what-in-the-world's-going-on-with-the-song discussion last week. If you want to hear all 10 minutes of that fantastic dialogue and discussion, you can check out last week's episode. So we will not go belabor the point here for number five, but it did come in with a grand total of 22,227 points. A lot of twos in that one. Moving on up to number four breakthrough by twice again this is number two on last week's and we had a not nearly as long a discussion but we still had a good discussion on breakthrough so again i definitely encourage you guys to go check out last week's episode and just enjoyed that discussion that we had on breakthrough it is radically different for twice it is not their usual fanfare so check it out but they had a phenomenal week they actually doubled almost doubled what SKE did not quite but they're very close but they did 44,127 points and moving on up to the second new song that we will talk about hot 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 by Toho Shinki I will can I no, say go also also known as Dongbang Shinki, aka DBSK? I just wanted to throw that out there because that's how I know them as still. If if you want to find them on Apple Music, it's TVXQ. 
if I remember correctly. They have they they have some weird abbreviations because I was because I asked Ken I was like why, why are they TVXQ I don't get this yeah TVXQ with an exclamation yep. point yep that's their other title yep but yeah Toho Shinki I will now it was a double A side and I'm gonna go ahead and tell you I have not heard the second song I downloaded it for later no I didn't I didn't I didn't there's no music video for Mirror so but. There is a music video for Hot Hot Hot, and we were able to check that out. And I gotta say, I was not feeling the song <laughs> at all in the beginning. And then the first, the first time they sing the chorus kicked in, and I was like, "All right, I'm in." <laughs> That's when I bought the ticket, and I was on the plane. I was like, "Yes, this is it. This is awesome. I love this. This is so good. It's it, it, it was a mess song, and then it becomes like this really fun." song to listen to and you can tell in the music video they're having a blast they're just on the beach just having the time of their life and i, I find that very appealing too and, and I, I yeah no go on go on i was say i was gonna agree with you because i greatly enjoyed this and at first i wasn't sure how i felt when it started off i was really iffy as dbsk is i'm hit or miss since they're as you know down three members there's only two of them now so they're not the full unit and ever since that happened i i mean I just so nitpicky and I started listening to him like I don't know then when it got to that chorus just like you said Gray I was in the video was amazing <laughs> it was a fun upbeat song I loved it like I it was the perfect summer song and their vocals were fantastic they make a really good duo with their harmonies and they just how they played off each other in it I just loved it yeah, it, and it was really weird because once the once the verses stick back in, like like it has like the same problems as before, but you kind of dismiss them <laughs> after you hear that chorus. You're like, oh, you know, this works. This this works more in my head now than it did literally thirty seconds ago. <laughs> I'm in. Like yeah, no, like oh man, this is a great song. This is a great song. I I don't know. I don't remember ever really loving a Toho Shinki song. So hey, this is this is great. Like, this was fantastic. I think this is my song of the week. I really do. Because the next two songs we'll talk about, I, I kind of like. I'm not the biggest fan in the world. I, like, Hot 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 was insane. I loved this song. But yeah, it came in at number three with a fantastic total of 62,911 points. And moving on up to number two, it's Welcome to Paradise by the Rampage from Exile Tribe. This song was okay for me. I liked the rap in it. That, that, that to me was really the highlight of the entire song. But the, the music and the background and the, like the melody, it, it wasn't hitting on a whole lot for me. I, I get it's a dance song. It, it just... I don't know. It felt, it does have like a islandy feel to it. I will, I will give them all the points for that. But I just, it just didn't hit on anything for me. I, I mean, it's, it's okay. I'm not going to say it's a bad song or that I just like it. But eh, I, just, I was just meh by it. Maybe on two or three more listens, I'll, I'll grow to like it. But right now, raw opinion, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. So I, I did like it. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I loved his vocals at the beginning. So this is where I'm a little devil's advocate on here. I thought it was a really fun song. It wasn't my favorite of the week. I think my favorite was Versus and Hot Hot. Those were my two, my top two. But Welcome to Paradise probably fell as my third. And I had a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed the music video, but 
it was just that leads vocals they had they were so smooth and it got me up and dancing and you know some upbeatness to it i like the smooth transitions in the song too yeah it so... does have really good smooth transitions i, I will give the song that like I, I didn't hate it i don't think it's a bad song i just me personally i just wasn't wild by it which i i, I think is ever since i heard hard hit which wowed me is, is what i expect from the rampage and everything after hard hit has not wowed me and i'm like i can, can you give me more hard hit? Like, that hit me hard. But, eh, eh, I mean, like, it's not a bad song. I don't want to sit here and ramp, ramble on too much and just repeat myself. But, yeah, it did It did have a good week. All, all you know, all doubts aside, I mean, it accumulated a total of 69,731 points. So, the Rampage had a good week. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for number one, as with all weeks, they would have been number one. But, moving on to the last one. Number one for the week daisuke nahito by stu 48 i i do like this song i i find it to be mildly fun and affectionate but i will say it is very standard standard idol fare they, they really don't do anything new or fantastic now this is the boat 48 the the 48 crew that have their boat tour so if you go on like a cruise in japan that they do like a performance every night and you can check you get to see more of the boat in this music video which is really great and that's kind of cool but the song itself eh, i really like their last one more and i know i was the only one that liked that one but i still like that one a lot more than i did this one because yeah it's it's, it's very much standalone idol fair they're not breaking the mold they're not doing anything too risky and that's fine i i don't know if especially for the boat show i don't know if he wants to do anything too risky or not i mean you have a very safe audience that you're going to capture with this so i i think it's fine i think it serves its purpose very well well and it, it is fun and what i mean i'm not wowed by it but i do like it it's kind of fun it's it's got a cute innocence about it that i find mildly entertaining and attractive um it's a very cutesy song i can't say too much about it it's really not my thing i felt like it i felt that it was a very generic idol song to me it was very forgettable i actually enjoyed sing out way more than this one but oh no that we can agree with yeah i love sing out typical- <laughs> cute by the numbers idol song that they get out you know there isn't really anything else i can say about it yeah it's it's standard fare it's it it doesn't like i said it doesn't do anything new it's it's not really much here to talk about but it had a great week and that we can talk about a little bit because it came in with 255,342 points so yeah they had a really really good week and that was this week in the oricon i know ken likes to do the albums and i honestly forgot to do it last week but since we're running a little short this week we might as well peer over there and check out to see what's on there and yep i'm starting from the and bottom. i think he starts at 10 bump of chicken i don't, I don't know why i, I don't know why i put it in japanese because I, I can't read this guy i mentioned bump of chicken just because i really do enjoy their music ah yeah bump G of chicken came at number nine g idol was number six yeah a lot of a lot of that which is actually a really good song i was curious to see that and arashi's still on there number four number four hanging in there um, Rad Webb's up. not surprised Rad there. Up, oh, I'm 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 not surprised. Number one is Cartoon, and yep. they, of course, they're Johnnies. They're gonna hit number one. Plus, I really do enjoy their music. They have very good voices. So it's always interesting to see. And GOT7's number two. I know they're a very popular band. 
Hey, do you remember that anime that we were curious what the what the Radwimp songs were for last week? Yes. The Weather Child. Ah, uh, oh, Weathering You. It, well, Tanky yeah. No Cole. So yeah, the Weather yeah. Child, the U.S. translation in which they're now yeah. calling it is Weathering You, like a pun. But the literal <sighs> translation could be Child of the Weather, weather. or Weather Child. Yeah. So there we had we finally got our answer. <laughs> I shouldn't uh, be surprised because uh, Makoto Shinkai is directing this, and he did Kimonawa. Yeah. So in Red Wimps, they seem to use he seems to use Red Wimps for a lot of those songs. So yeah, I I did hear this one's not nearly as good as your name, but I'm, I'm I want to see it before I pass judgment on it, and I haven't. Oh, seen I it. do too. It looks very very well done, beautiful. All his movies are visually stunning, and yeah. I've been a fan of him since. Uh, Hoshino Koi, Voices of a Distant Star. I I, I want to see that. The it's only vi- it's the, a short, but it's very good. And also, Place Promised in Our Early Days is amazing. That one's yeah. That one's usually critically acclaimed. Like the only thing that I've seen him do is Your Name, and I will say that 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 movie is absolutely stunning. So it, it makes you want to go back and watch his old stuff, but I just haven't had the time or opportunity. So that is how it goes but yeah that was your show for the week sorry it was a little short we didn't have too much to talk about we only had four new songs and yeah so it was a little short this week but that's okay we will be back next week for more so stay tuned for that you can follow our affiliates Kyoru Hunter we still need to get him a name because he's not living in Japan anymore he is home he's streaming and he's having a good time so hopefully he's enjoying being back in America but you can follow Kyo on Twitter Twitch at twitch.tv slash Hunter, And you can follow him on Twitter at Kokusai Kyoryu. He has a slightly different name. But now if you do type in Kyoru Hunter in the search bar, you, you will see his name. You can also check out TimberTap, who is also a Twitch streamer. Uh, you can find him at TimberTap slash, or you can find him at twitch.tv slash TimberTap. And you can find him on Twitter at TimberTap as well, if you want to follow him on Twitter. He is also a Twitch streamer, and he likes to do various English covers of anime openings. So if, if there's a song that you like, check out his channel. He might have an English cover for it that you can check out. And some English covers of Japanese songs are really well done. So if you do like that, check it out. Highly recommend it. As for us, you can find us at ongaku2u.com. You can find us on Twitter at ongaku2u. And you can find us on Facebook at ongaku2u as well. You can find Ken. He's back from his trip. So he's kind of sad and depressed. He's feeling the jet lag, but he's hanging in there. But you can find him at OTYKen1 on Twitter. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on Twitter at LunaMaria87. You can also find me on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna. Or if you really enjoy movies, you can follow me on Letterboxd as Luna Maria 87. Is that like a new social media site? So Letterboxd is an app where you can track all the movies you've watched. And there's also like a little diary in there so you can log movies you watched. You can also rate them on there. It's a good way to keep track of pretty much, I like to keep track of what I want to watch. And if someone tells me about a movie, I forget sometimes and I can't remember the name. So this is a good way for me to just plug the name in, put it on my watch list, and then I can look for it later. So I, I do that with, I do a horror podcast occasionally called We Need to Talk About Horror. And whenever they mention a movie I really want to watch that I'm probably going to forget the title of later, I plug it in there and add it. Um, 
also gives me an idea of what I have watched and sometimes I like to change my rating. It does have anime movies on there. It also had a whole bunch of Ayumi Hamasaki concerts. <laughs> and of course, you know, I gave those five stars. But if you're interested to see what I'm watching or if I'm watching anything, you can check that out. And it's actually a pretty fun app. Cool. That's fun to know. I'll have to check that out. Me, you can find me at OngakuGray on Twitter. That's where I do all, all of my stuff. I did start tweeting again this week, so it was not every day, but I did send out like two tweets. So yeah, just keep an eye on that. I'm going to try to do better about what I'm listening to and checking out. So yeah, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for watching. If you are watching on YouTube, thank you for listening. If you're listening to on SoundCloud or any podcast listening universes, thank you guys so much. We are appreciative of everybody that ch uh, checks us in, checks us out and tunes in. So yeah, but if you are listening to us on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And if you're listening to us on SoundCloud and or YouTube, feel free to leave a comment in the comments below. We do check those and we'd be happy to get any feedback we can. Thank you guys so much for this week. I'm Gray and we will talk to you next time. I hope everyone has a wonderful week and that you enjoyed today's podcast. I wish you a, I, I look forward to seeing you again next week or you listening to me. So this is Luna signing off.